0: Have you ever wondered if two roommates, a straight lady and a lesbian, can just be friends? Can these two share a wonderful friendship with no sexual strings attached? Is that even possible? Hello, we're Bear Buds, your two cohabiting best friends, who at the end might give you more questions than answers. But hey, isn't it through questions that we learn more about ourselves and the world better? Today... We're over whiskey, we're going to show you that it is indeed possible that a straight lady shares a great friendship with a lesbian. Hey, what are you drinking today? Yo. Hello, Beshpi.
1: I am drinking my favorite drink, which is not whiskey. I mean, maybe my second favorite drink of the whole wide in the whole wide world. I am drinking my favorite kombucha. It's oh. through Doctor ClearMind. You know uh-huh. this because you are the one who got it for me. Thank you.
0: And You're too. welcome. And me, I am drinking um, an iced caramel macchiato that we got just now. Hopefully you won't fall asleep. Ha. Yes, I hope so too. So my name is Gina. I am a mom to three adult uh, children and I'm straight. Um, I love cooking and... Most of the time, you'll see me in the kitchen whipping something up. I'm also a dog mom to our little Charlie.
1: Holly. And I'm Sophia. I am your whiskey-drinking, perfume-wearing poetess who loves life, the arts, and Charlie the Shih Tzu. I used to love women, but right now, I only love one woman. Who doesn't know that I love her? Maybe she does. She's just not saying anything. But anyway, let's forget about that. What are we doing today?
0: We are going to talk about how we met. So I remember that you were a consultant in a company that I was working in. Um, and they told me that you were handling one of the sessions. So I went over to your room, introduced myself, and then you asked me to walk back with you to the office and while we were chatting i remember that your hair was really long then um and you had a backpack so once we got to the office you laid the backpack on the table and you opened it i don't know why you opened it and then you showed me you called me to come nearer and you showed me you pointed inside and showed me the dvds inside so i peeked into your bag and I saw that they were DVDs um, of women ki- kissing each other. And I was like, oh, so she probably is lesbian.
1: Hey, you got to make it clear that it wasn't porn. It wasn't porn, people. It wasn't porn. It was just... I didn't just know dope. if
0: it was at that time. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there. So um, after that... Um initial meeting, I remember that you um came back to the office a couple of times to support the team as well, but then we didn't really spend a lot of time with each other. We texted back and forth uh when I moved to another company, I invited you to apply there as well, but nothing really happened to that right true, true, yeah, and, and then, I kinda remember mm-hmm. that, yeah, yeah, and then eventually I saw. That you went to the states,
1: yep. Yeah, and I think that to be honest, like our friendship really blossomed a lot more mm-hmm. when we got here, when we started like talking here in the U.S. As like as opposed to when we were in the Philippines, or in the Philippines, We right. were like just like really more acquaintances than mm-hmm. anything. Um, and yeah, I remember applying to that company that you asked me to apply. I guess like all of those things were not meant to be, and it's only now that we're meant to be. Like closer and really very good friends and bestie friendsies. Right. Um, I can't remember for the life of me. Like I know that you text, you sent me a message in Facebook some time ago. Uh, like I guess when I was still there, you told me whether it was in LA or not, and you told me that your sister was here. That's what uh-huh. I remember, and that's when it was the whole pandesal thing where I I brought right. her some pandesal, right? right. Yeah, Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. my sister was here she was taking care of my mom who was sick and she had a bad craving for, mind you, she was not pregnant at that time, but she just really wanted freshly baked pandisal yeah. and when I asked you about it you mentioned that your
1: uncle has a bakery? Yep, that's true, still, okay. they, he still has a bakery mm-hmm. Um, it's in Long Beach but anyway um, I remember that, and then I guess that at a certain point in time we we're talking like about when you started moving out and you had to find a place of your own. You at were mm-hmm. asking me if I could if I knew a place and then I know that before I moved in, um uh, in this house that you're living in, um uh, we hung out like was it once or twice? Like we I remember I remember we went to Ventura Boulevard and we had to we had lunch I I can't remember what place that was was it a Mediterranean it the, place yes
0: it was a Mediterranean yeah. place and I remember after eating we walked and went inside an adult store
1: I knew we were going to say that I was about to say <laughs> please don't mention that but of course you will say <laughs> we that went, we yeah but then again did, that was my first time ever in an adult shop just saying really truthfully but it really did live up to the expectations because i had this image you know in films when you see them when you see people walking in an adult shop you like see interesting looking toys and this was like eh, very boring anyway
0: (laughs) right well that was my first time as well to go in i was like yeah
1: That was very cool. And then I remember um, that at the time that I wanted to establish my independence, this -hmm. this was when we were talking about it. I was asking if you could help me. And then it so happened, right, that the lady who was occupying this room that I'm occupying now had to Mm -hmm. move out or
0: something. Yeah, she got sick. Mm hmm.
1: And then that was the beginning of this wonderful best friendship, which, again, brings me back to what we are going to talk about. Just like what What you said. What are we going
0: to talk about?
1: Yep. Can we really, can a straight woman, you, and a lesbian, me, be in a great, compassionate, platonic, and allowing best friendship? The quickest answer is really yes, Yes! because it's what we have. Right? It's what we have. Um, However, I'd like to, at least in this podcast, I'd like to talk about like two main things about this situation that we, well, about this question that we post. So the first thing is that people always have the tendency to assume that a lesbian and a straight woman together are lovers, immediately are lovers, and that usually a straight woman or straight women have the tendency to think that lesbians are predators and that they're just out to convert them. So two very right. important things that I'd like that we would like to discuss at least in this in this whole conversation. And so I guess we'll start with the first one, which has something to do with lesbian and straight women being lovers, because I think you have a very funny A situation. lot of
0: a lot of experience yeah. there. Um so uh, a lot of people have asked me up front um reminded me, I guess to make sure that um I do not go that route <laughs> if I can use that term. I already did, so who cares um so yeah, so the first um uh the most influential person I guess who asked me would be my boyfriend. Um He mentioned that it did cross his mind that we could be a couple, but he tried to soften it up by saying it was just a fleeting moment and but and I asked him why why did you even entertain that thought and he said it was because we were spending a lot of time together oh. and really, okay.
1: You're my best friend uh-huh. right now. And I really would say that I really, you're one of the people I love because you're my best friend. And,
0: and still, I, I would say, <sighs> yes, I'm you. sorry.
1: It's, it's, it's really not for anything, but I truly, I don't understand that. I feel like that's the usual assumption too of, well, my relatives too. Or my friends at work who would see us together the first time, remember when when I went to that, when you and Charlie went with me to that place and and I had to introduce you to my colleagues and I was firm and telling and feminizing how I call you. Instead of saying that you're my best friend, I call you my bestie just because, again, I have to feminize it so that people will really understand that she is my best friend and that best friend is not a code word for a lover. Um, yeah, like
0: what, mm-hmm. the, what the Filipinos tend to use "best friend" as it connotes that you're a lover. If yeah. you use the term "best friend" for two women, mm-hmm.
1: it's if I think about it, it really is a little sad to yeah. to do it that way because it feels like obviously a lot of these people are still closeted, but. It really has, it really is something that, again, at least for me, I had to make a conscious effort in clarifying to a lot of people just because I want it clear and I don't want people to ask me those questions. So, but which, it kind of really makes me wonder why really people naturally assume that. And I'd like to know, do you think that it really has something to do just with the Filipino culture? Or do you think that, you know, Other cultures, yeah.
0: I don't know. Maybe they're really just busybodies, you know. Mm -hmm. They don't have anything better to do and just go ahead and let's go ahead and judge them. And it'll might, that'll give us something to talk about. Mm -hmm. Is is that it? I'm not sure.
1: I guess so. And I think that as a culture, and I, Filipinos are mostly like the judgy group, the judgiest groups. I could admit that because I'm a very judgmental person and so are you. So I think it's safe safe to say. Oh, yeah, you're not. I am. I'm I'm not. Fine. Sure. (laughs) Whatever. You just support my judgments. Oh, yes. Yes.
0: So, yeah. Yeah, but I think, yes, uh, I I agree. Um, Filipinos tend to think that way um, just because we're... Uh, two women who are best friends uh, together, they automatically think that we are a couple. Um, Like I was talking with our landlady this morning and I asked her about it. She mentioned that um, a couple of her boarders at the back, um, they were very, very sure that we were a couple. And she was saying, no, no, they're not. And this person who said that was also a lesbian. And she said, no, I could sense that they are. Mm-hmm. But she was really disappointed because we're not.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry to disappoint. Yeah. Really.
0: Okay. Yeah. So she got disappointed. Another, um, another assumption, I guess... Uh, Like, like what my boyfriend said, that since we spend so much time together, it will, we will likely develop feelings for each other. You know, I, so, yeah, I yeah.
1: really feel like that that's, that's really a very, very big false assumption mm-hmm. because I think, and I think I remember telling you about this. I have a friend when I was still in the Philippines, um, who's bisexual, well, she says she's bisexual. So let's say that she really is bisexual, but that's beside the point. I remember they having a conversation with her. It has something to do with friendship and um, romantic relationships. And I told her that I think one of the main, not I think, but really, I believe that the main difference between you being friends with someone and you being in a romantic relationship with someone is attraction. It's very easy because I think that there was a time that she was confused. She had a very, um, I think, close friend who was making her confused. I think that that close friend of hers was attracted to her, but she was not really physically attracted to that woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but my friend liked the camaraderie. She liked okay. the friendship. She liked the fact that they could talk about anything and everything under the sun, things that she could not talk about with her um, partner. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's what confused her. But I had to tell her like really straight out and really clearly that I think that that's what separates, you know, friendship and relationship. That first and foremost, you have to be physically attracted to the person. And you know, Besh-Bai, you and I, it, it's, it's similar to just having like a straight guy and a straight woman have like them being friends. Right. Why would we not naturally assume that they could be lovers? Just because one, I think that it's important for them to, for us to know that each of them have different types and it really, mm-hmm. it might not, it might not fit into the category, Right.
0: Right and i i know what your type is and you know what my type is yes and though each of us feel that we're beautiful in our own way we're just not attracted to each other
1: yep yep because you're attracted to men and i'm attracted uh-huh. to european looking women yes right.
0: yes hello like, katrine who is this again Katrina
1: Balf, hello, do I have to say that? I mean, right now it's her. The first one in my list is really Katrina Balfe. Anyone who has ever watched uh, Outlander would know her. Yeah, this um, is why we watch Outlander. Yep. And, of course, second to her, which used to be the first, is Aitana Sanchez-Gijón, which is a she Spanish actress. Now? I know, kind of, after Katrina. Sorry. <laughs> That's how it well, is. That's how I roll. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's very, I feel like that's very important for people to really, one, respect people, Uh but hey, they're different and to really not assume it's, it's, it's a little, sorry, sometimes it's annoying. Sometimes it's like, or sometimes you could just like, let it
0: pass. It's not a bane, right? I mean, if 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 they're lovers, then let them be lovers. Mm-hmm. If they're just friends, just just really accept things as is. Whatever you see, that's it. You don't have to really think hard and and really dissect things. Just just mm-hmm. accept it, just like that. Um, another, I guess, assumption would be that um, there are straight women who would want to be pursued by a lesbian for the thrill of it, I guess. Uh, Or maybe she wants to know that she has the capability to attract the same gender.
1: Is this what we... I think we could tie this to what I originally said, something about straight women, thinking that lesbians are predators and they just are Mm -hmm. out to convert them. They're like, they go hand in hand. Right. Right. Because I've had a lot of experiences, especially when I was in the Philippines. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, where people, whenever i be friends with them, they are, I don't know why, but they start thinking that I am attracted to them or that I might be interested with them in that way and honestly i thought that it would not be this that it wouldn't be the same here in the united states but apparently it is i've oh really yes but you know you know about this but anyway <laughs> once or twice i've had people um who would be a little i wouldn't say embarrassed but would be a little aloof in 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 forming a friendship with me just because they're afraid that i might be that kind of person, that predator, who's like, oh, no, I do remember one instance. That like, that beautiful lady that I told you about, and I asked her out for a coffee, and then she avoided me like the, fl- the plague. Like the fucking plague. And mind you, she's about, like I don't know, close to 60, more than 60 years old, and I'm 38. And I'm like, really? You can't handle me?
0: Well, then. <laughs> anyway,
1: really, I-, I just don't understand that, but go on
0: um what's really interesting there is why do they think that way do are they scared that if they if she goes out for coffee with you that she'll develop feelings for you if she sees that you're nice your personality is great and stuff like that is that why she ran away you know what i honestly don't
1: know i truly don't know but that is a very for me, mm-hmm. a natural assumption mm-hmm. or a pretty good theory about how about why people are a little bit aloof in in forming friendships with people. Like really having to insist more than once whether the person is attracted to you and a person tells you straight out, I am not attracted to you. I would just am interested in a friendship with you. But you mention it more than once. I think that my my feeling towards that is like as a human being, I feel like you have to do that it's like it's like you talking to yourself like the first time you say something, you say it to the person you're talking to the second time you say it, you're saying it more to yourself than to the person that you're talking to what do you think
0: Mhm
1: so then if we talk about um relationships and if we talk about um friendships with lesbians. I feel like a lot more people. It could either be cultural, but I really don't also, I really find it hard to believe that it's cultural. I really find it hard to believe that it's a gender thing. But I feel like a person coming to another person um, puts them in a spot that they are in a spot or in a place where they don't want to be in, which is really usually a confrontation like a per a, a confrontation within the self- mm-hmm. you know that they'd like to avoid
0: i I remember you said something very interesting the other day, if the situation was different and um you see two men together or a man a man meets another man would the first man automatically think that the second man is gay right exactly and would uh-huh. would the, the first man run away and not make a friendship or is this really a female thing that's a good question i don't have the answer to that i don't he also
1: but this is again coming too from the at least from my from the belief or from what a lot of people would say that a woman's sexuality is more fluid than men, you know. So again, it I feel that it still has to do with confrontation to the self.
0: Yeah, and th- so so at that point in time, then the person is still not sure of sexuality. Her, yes, sexuality, I guess, right?
1: I I'd like to. Th- think that's what i believe okay Okay. anyone else listeners who have ideas you're welcome to tell us later but this is really what i'd like to believe in because um i don't know in this and in our lifetime i feel like we are we are you have such short lifespan to be believing in um labels right and trying to be not friends with someone, with other people who are different from you, or he, a person not being straightforward with their feelings. Oh, my God, I'm talking to myself here, aren't I? <laughs>
0: I'm listening. I you know. I'm, this is our allowing friendship. Yes. allow you to think out loud.
1: But anyway, but really, it has something to do with you just straight out telling a person, hey, I'm straight. You might are you interested in me or not? If you are, I'm straight. We can be friends. I would love for us to be friends.
0: Because they don't want to be embarrassed that way. Would would someone off the street just say, um, you know what? I'm I'm straight. I want to be friends with you. You're a lesbian. I hope that you don't like me, but I want to be friends. Would anybody do that? What if you say no, I'm not attracted to you one bit. Of course I'll get embarrassed, right?
1: That's true. That is true. Yeah. I get so it wouldn't. truly, but still, you know, that's that's the thing. Why would you even assume that they're attracted to you in the first place? I that's don't know. really really why?
0: I I, Maybe because they thought that you were looking at them in a certain way and um or here's the thing. Talking a certain way, twirling your hair a certain way.
1: Or really, are you afraid that that person is attracted to you? Or are you really attracted to the person? See, that's another question that's the most important, like the most important question that you need to answer. Why would you Mm -hmm. assume? It's almost like, and remember we talked about this like a few days ago about like a straight guy and a straight Uh woman, like a straight guy who's probably single, who works with you in the office, or I don't know, someone that you meet in the bar. Mm-hmm. Or something approaches you. Um, what would your natural assumption be? Okay, I'm sorry. I have to change that because in a bar it would be a different context altogether, because you'd think that a, a guy, a single guy approaching you, would mean that they, they want to get something, right? So anyway, right. that's sorry, that's beside the point. I, I guess I guess it's more important that you would encounter some, someone in a more um uh, controlled environment, say again, mm-hmm. the workplace, or uh-huh. or Being in a class, a training class, something, you know, introducing one to another. Um, If you have a straight guy, for example, a new straight guy at work, single, and you're single too, and you're a straight lady, would your natural assumption really be, oh my God, this guy might be interested in me? No. No. Exactly. And yet with a lesbian, there's that fear. Oh, my God. This girl might be
0: interested in me, like I said. I might be attracted to her, but I don't want to show it. So I'm just going to run away far, far away. Exactly.
1: And going back again to that straight guy, I feel like this straight woman would just suddenly start thinking that this guy is interested in her because she actually is the one who's interested in him. Right? Yeah. Yes. So I really... There's a lot of... I would like to say moving pieces about this whole discussion that's like things that we would like to understand about life and things that we don't understand and that we're
0: just usually left to assume right yes and um so how are we different then that's- well the that those people who assume oh I'm I'm sorry those people who think that we have um, a relationship, a sexual relationship. We're different, um, because our friendship allows us to do allows us to be very supportive of each other. Uh-huh. Right. And that go ahead. No, because really, I think that that has some that I
1: was about to say that you just brought up a very important um part. Like what I always tell you, that level of allowingness that you have for whatever I for I'm, the things that I'm experiencing, my ideas, uh-huh. things I go through, I think that that's the core, the backbone I mean, of yeah. our best friendship, right?
0: Yes. Uh, I allow you to um, express your. Your frustrations, and I listen, and I just uh, help you process a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And you allow me to cook whatever and feed you as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I help you with your wishes, your with your desire to learn to cook a very complex dish. Yeah, and, uh, yes, and I'm, that made someone really impre- uh, impressed you Yes, and I guess another point that um how we are different is we're really very sure of our um gender preferences. Yeah. So I'm straight. Now I'm straight before, and I'm gonna die a straight lady mm-hmm. because I like a good um real dick. Yes. Yes. That's what I like. And I'm not <laughs> going to um be ashamed of it. Um I don't like toys. I don't like sexual toys. That's why it was the first time that I went inside an adult store <laughs> ever. Um, because it just doesn't hmm, it just doesn't suit me. It does not give me pleasure. What gives me pleasure is a real dick. Mm-hmm.
1: I get that. And yeah, I agree with you. It has something to do with you being sure of your gender preference, being sure of yourself, me, being sure of my preferences and being sure of what I like and what I don't like and believing in the fact that, hey, this person, first and foremost, is a human being. She is my best friend, period. She is not Gina, the straight lady who lives a room across me. And I'm kidding. Who lives in the same house that I live in. Uh-huh. This is not I don't see you as Gina, the mother of three. Uh-huh. Nope. I just see you as my best friend. That's it. You're another human being. I think that that's the most important thing that a lot of people have the tendency to forget and I guess that's the key thing that we could that we could tell people. So it would be I guess the Do I say again, the backbone of our friendship, the basis and us saying that we can be friends.
0: Yes. And I remember um, I mentioned this to you the other day that when I met you in the Philippines and when I contacted you and spent time with you here, I always felt safe with you. I, ne- I never felt scared. I felt that you were looking out for me as well since you work in the medical field. Um, you gave me more support when I had my medical issues, then I then I guess my family, Aww. because I could always run to you and ask you and tell you my BP is high, this is what I'm feeling, and you were always there. You you were never you never showed um, fear of whatever I was feeling. You analyzed um, the medical condition that I had. And you just told me up front, okay, so do this, do this. And you said it in a very comforting manner. Aww. So I never felt unsafe.
1: See, I think I think that that's an important thing too mm-hmm. when it comes to people starting to be friends with other people, which again brings me to the question, why would you feel unsafe around lesbians? But anyway, another fact, another story, another conversation or inputs that you know our listeners might give us maybe mm-hmm. Hopefully we would get a lot of those. Um, Maybe we
0: can have somebody join us in one of our podcasts to discuss that topic a little further.
1: That would be super, super great. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've been talking about this podcast. This podcast, this podcast, this podcast. I think that it's very important, too, for the listeners to understand and learn that what is it that we would like to bring into the table we just had a very good discussion about me being lesbian you being straight and how wonderful our friendship is um but our podcasts remember when, when we first talked about this i said that i would like people to start thinking you know just listening to us talk could make mm-hmm. other people think as well
0: think Right, and uh, we we are thinkers, so we love a good discussion. We have a lot of triggers, um, that would um initiate a really good, robust uh, discussion that could go on and on for like an hour, if not for an hour, maybe like ten minutes, and then it will continue tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and we just pick it up just like that. Yep. Yeah. So um, sometimes we, we love rocking the boat as well. We question a lot of things. Um, we want to stimulate other people to think and not just take things as is. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to be able to make people analyze um, the information that they get mm-hmm. so that it, in, in the end, they can make more informed decisions and not just rely on hearsay yeah. or on Facebook. Our social media, um, we need people to think. Um, why is it for important for us to trigger people to think? We need more thinkers, <laughs> I feel. Yes, I guess. That's a simple answer, yes. And anyway, yeah. it's so beautiful. I don't know. I just love thinking.
1: Although you always tell me to turn off my brain sometimes. Yes,
0: turn off your brain because you think a lot too much, I guess. But you told me that as well one time. I know, yeah. But
1: it's it's a very beautiful thing. I I feel like thinking it's one of the things that would last leave you when you die, I guess, or something. Right.
0: And and there are, I I've met a lot of people as well who told me that I think too much, mm. Or I analyze things too much. Ah. Um, so when they can you can you help me solve this problem? I would think about it like, oh maybe from this perspective, from this side, from this side, from the other side as well. And when I encourage them to think and analyze, I have gotten a lot of replies and say that's gonna just gonna give me a headache. Mm-hmm. So I don't wanna do that. And I'm, I'm, I'm scared that if you don't take time to think about things, you'll end up very ignorant. Yeah. And you'll end up hurting yourself and your others and making wrong decisions as well.
1: Yep. Yeah. And the thing that I hate most about people making, I would, uh, do we say it a wrong decision or decisions that don't really suit them in mm-hmm. the grander scheme of things, is that they start blaming other people. Mhm you know for for making them choose something or making them the person that they oh, are yes, and I... ch- therefore choosing the wrong
0: things anyway uh-huh. right yes and i want to say something else um n- remember that a lot of um, a lot of people also tend to ask you for advice oh yeah and then if they end up following it but they don't are not able to. It's not, um, it's not the right decision to make at that particular time, and it failed. Mm-hmm. They'll come back to you and say it was your fault. I listened to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy, mm-hmm.
1: and it's funny how our conversation naturally gravitated gravitated to this when we were talking about our friendship, but. To our dear listeners, this is exactly what we will be talking about. And this is exactly what you would expect from your best buds, really, more than anything. We always, we will always talk about topics that trigger us to think. And maybe you'll have some topics that
0: you'd like to tell us that would would trigger us to think, Right. Right. Um, some of these topics would be like, what's up with society's expectation of every woman starting a family? Oh, my God. I have a lot to say about that. You just witnessed that yesterday. But yes, <laughs> yes. Maybe I'm going to talk about that on another day. Yeah. Or why animated Mulan is still better than live action Mulan. Because of one thing and one thing only. I'm telling what? you.
1: Who is that girl I see staring straight back at me? Thing. It wasn't there. It was barely there. It was an instrumental version that was
0: barely noticeable. At least- right. If you did not, you weren't really paying attention, you would have not heard it. Right? I mean, I I like how they played it. I like how the orchestra, uh, the quartet, oh, the quartet uh, played it. However, the songs—you cannot have Mulan without the songs. I know, I know. Yeah. It was it was pretty depressing, but I I don't
1: know. For me, it was depressing because I was exp- I had high expectations of it, especially again coming from watching Beauty and the Beast, and I I still liked it for what I liked it for what it was. What I, I felt like it was easy. very. It was pretty, pretty grand.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are a lot of things out there, by that we could talk but, about. So yes. many things.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: And I wish that, you know, a lot of our listeners that also contribute, I, I think that that would be the dream, right? Yes. Um,
0: go ahead and send us an email, um, drop us, comment on our Facebook page, um, and let us know what your thoughts are on the discussion that we had or if you have any questions for us go ahead and send it to us and we'll make a a podcast out of it
1: that would be great Yeah, i would because we will run out of ideas i'm sure of topics for Uh podcasts and it will be you guys who will help us find more topics to talk about
0: that's right all righty that's a wrap Again, we're bear buds, your two best friends who at the end might give you more questions than answers. Just remember, to thine own self be true, because if you can't look at yourself bare, no one else will. Stay bare, stay honest, keep asking those questions, and stay curious.